Hi, I'm Bill Wiley. I'm Stephen Dell. And I'm Rob Weinstock. And we're the co-chief medical editors of Cataract and Refractive Surgery Today. Laura Straub here, back with the last episode of CRST the podcast in 2020. Thanks for joining us and happy holidays. To put us in the holiday spirit, we've hand-selected a few articles that highlight the importance of human touch, compassion, and collaboration. We hope they help you close out 2020 on a warm note. Let's kick off this episode with our chief medical editor, Robert J. Weinstock, from the I Institute of West Florida, who shares with us how important it is to build trust and forge connections during this period of touch starvation caused by the COVID-19 pandemic. With a new era in healthcare comes new problems and challenges. Many of us have faced obstacles in our careers, but likely none so profound as the one we are experiencing now. Certainly, we have overcome some of the immediate hurdles. We are back to work seeing patients, wearing personal protective equipment, practicing patient distancing, adjusting our schedules, and doing what we love in the OR. This new practice paradigm, however, hampers our ability to fulfill one of the most important and fundamental responsibilities of the physician, establishing trust and building a healthy doctor-patient relationship. Specifically, although we can still communicate with patients verbally, we can no longer use human touch and body language as we once did. No more handshakes, hugs, or gentle handholds of reassurance. No more visible smiles or facial expressions of concern, empathy, and caring. Moreover, how can we tell how patients in our exam chairs feel without seeing their faces? How do we know when they are happy or upset and need help? Body language and facial expressions are essential to how we communicate with and respond to patients. Whether we want to admit it or not, the COVID-19 pandemic is a massive disruption of the practice of medicine and our ability to care for our patients. This problem is not ours alone. A condition referred to as touch starvation is getting increased attention as the pandemic wears on. Scientists at the University of Wisconsin studied the positive effects of touch and found that touch stimulates oxytocin release, which increases the sensations of trust, emotional bonding, and social connection and simultaneously decreases fear and anxiety responses in the brain. Could there be anything more critical to our ability to care for our patients than touch? There are few things people fear more than losing their vision. We know how much anxiety our patients have at the thought of someone touching their eye, let alone cutting them. The surgical consultation sets the stage for everything to follow. As successful as cataract surgery is overall, post-operative complications can occur. Refractive surprises, cystoid macular edema, and dry eye can delay the journey to patient satisfaction. And their resolution requires trust, compassion, and communication with our patients. These conversations are often the most delicate and challenging ones we have each day. Holding a patient's hand, and reading the expressions on their face were critical parts of the process. Their absence makes healthcare harder for our patients and for us. We must work extra hard to build trust and forge connections with our patients during these unusual times. Perhaps new ways will emerge to fill the gaps. In the meantime, we must treasure the faces we can see, 
and the people we can embrace. Thanks, Rob. That was a great topic to share. Next up is Thomas A. Edding from the University of Iowa, who recounts two of his most memorable cases in 2020. As you guessed, both scenarios involved the inconveniences of COVID-19. My most memorable cases are not even my cases and not even real. We were all closed down for COVID-19. We were doing no elective cases and the ORs were empty. Our residents were losing precious time to learn the skills that they needed to care for future patients. Fortunately, at the University of Iowa, we have a very clever and persistent leader of surgical simulation, Dr. Jacqueline Hogsdale. She worked with simulated eye companies like Philips Studio and with our administration to keep a supply of artificial eyes handy. Dr. Hogsdale also coached our faculty on the use of simulated eyes in the real OR. Now we get to the unreal cases. A. Tim Johnson, our chief of cataract surgery at the University of Iowa, held numerous sessions using artificial or simulated eyes to continue his resident FACO training. This simulation, which took place in the empty COVID ORs, was a very high-fidelity simulation using the real OR microscope, a real OR FACO machine, and a real OR instruments. This experience changed our perspective on simulation and took great advantage of our empty COVID operating rooms. Simulation in our ORs using artificial eyes opened our real eyes to the power of high-fidelity simulation without the need for a special simulation facility. In June, our graduating residents, Austin Fox, Matthew Benage, Heather Stiff, Ben Jansen, and Tony Chung, presented Dr. Tim Johnson with the Very Real Resident Teaching Award, making the most of a bad COVID situation. I'm so proud of Dr. Hogsdale, Dr. Johnson, and the Iowa Simulation Team. And last but not least, Brandon Ayers from Will's Eye Hospital in Philadelphia details his first case after the initial COVID-19 quarantine was put into place in an OR that he says was never so quiet. As a tertiary referral surgeon for cornea and anterior segment surgery, I have the privilege of tackling complex cases on a daily basis. Many of these challenging cases are memorable, but my most memorable case of 2020 had nothing to do with subluxated lenses or capsular support systems. My most memorable case was a perforated corneal ulcer that had to be treated one week after the COVID-19 quarantine was put in place. I remember the quietness of the roads driving into the hospital. Once at the hospital, masks were on, temperatures were checked, and hand sanitizer was everywhere. Although protocols were in place, nobody was quite sure if it was safe to borrow a pen to sign a consent form or if general anesthesia was even safe to do. Surgeons were wearing multiple masks, goggles, face shields, and gloves. Nobody was quite sure if it was even safe to talk in the OR or around the microscope. The OR was never so quiet. The surgical case itself was pretty straightforward. A perforated corneal ulcer was removed and a new cornea sutured and placed, a relatively forgettable case but done during an unforgettable time. As we left the OR, I recall saying goodbye to my friends and colleagues who I usually see on a daily basis, not knowing when I would see them again personally. 
Luckily, my patient has done well after surgery and the OR is trending back towards normal. But to date, this has been my most memorable case of 2020 and the most memorable case of my career. Thanks for sticking with us through the first year of CRST The Podcast. We'll be back in 2021 with more curated content from the most recent issues of the print publication. In the meantime, we wish you and your loved ones much peace and joy this holiday season. Thank you.